Oh, she's back. Oh, Yay. Greetings. Greetings, <laughs> listeners, and welcome to the Fandalorian podcast. A pure fan of podcast about Disney Plus series, The Mandalorian. It sounds weird when you say it's Disney, you know? It's, I mean, they own I'm everything. I'm still not used to it. Well, get used to it because this show is here to frickin' stay. And it's I am, badass. It's badass. I'm one of your hosts, Liz. I'm joined by my co-host, Makabani. Yeah. And, uh, all right, that's that's it for the, ho- oh, sorry. Oh, um, rude. We're also joined by, um. The love of your life. Uh, Eric, my husband, Eric. Yes. What's He's his here name? Too. Hello. What's his name? Not to be mistaken. All right. Okay, guys, let's get into it. We have, what, what's, I think we should start like we did last time, maybe. Let's just talk about what we thought about episode three, The Sin. Um, who's, who's first? Who goes first? Well, I think for once. Okay, uh, I guess Eric's going first. <laughs> All right. He's got, he's got thoughts, I mean, okay? Okay, fine, get to you, it. We've podcasted a lot over the years, and I got to say, I don't think a single one of our predictions has ever come true. I, I don't until care. Until now. <gasps> Can I interject really quick? <laughs> We're already off track. Okay, you guys know this is the section called side note. The hel- the helmets aren't off yet. We've just like you know we've just kind of like pulled the bu- pulled the little like night blinders up a we're little bit. We're just making a stop at a bo- local bar on a planet somewhere. Yes, we're we've uh, at the cantina. Where this is mm-hmm. this is the little side note. So today, Entertainment Re- Entertainment Weekly released a article, an exclusive interview with jj abrams and jj abrams had said i mean he should be if there was such thing as like um a politician in the world of directors he (laughs) crushed it because they asked him oh wait hold on side note within the side note side note meg Meg bonnie just just walked into the room i miss you can we please talk tomorrow i love you she can't hear me but we're gonna we're gonna talk later we're just gonna leave this in, huh? We're gonna leave this in. Okay. okay. Now, you guys don't 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 drop off new listeners. I'm about to get real. We're back to the original side note. We're off the side note of the side note. JJ <laughs> Abrams said when asked about the backlash of episode eight, what would you have done differently? Oh. And um I don't have the exact quote, but the quote was while that is not the route I would have taken, I respect what he did as a director. Because they said, what would you, you know, they, he, they killed off Snoke, who was this person that you created, you know, in episode seven. And he just said, um, he basically said, I would not have done that. No, but I mean, I respect the guy and, you know, he's a colleague and that's it. So, so I, I think our predictions about Snoke may have actually have come true. It's had they been in the hands of the originator of the story. Yes. Hmm. What are your thoughts, Mike? I don't that, know. That sounds like the PC answer um, where he wanted to say, man, that dude fucked up my movie. Yep. That's <laughs> what it sounds like okay. to me. <laughs> Especially with all the drama around um, him initially doing episode eight. He had his own script, but he, Disney, remember, wanted to push out these these movies once a year. And he was like, "That, that's not... I, I, w- I won't do that. I can't do that. Or the movie's going to suck. Mm-hmm. So he backed off. And what did Disney end up doing? Pushed it another year anyways. Yeah. And then brought him back for nine. Yeah. So then JJ was like, you can bring, he pulled a James Gunn. He's like, you can bring me back for nine and quadruple the gaduple pay me. 
I don't know if that <laughs> happened, but I bet it did. Oh, sure yeah. it did. Okay, so back okay, to the episode. Back to so, the you, episode. So, you, so you had thoughts on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> the Bruce had thoughts. Okay, uh, for those new, new listeners, that's our last name. Okay, now Eric, you said this is the first time one of our predictions came true. What was the prediction? Uh, well, the three of us all agreed on the prediction that uh, obviously the Mandalorian was not going to return Yoda for the bounty, which was mostly accurate um, because he did return him and obviously got second thoughts and changed his mind. But uh, yeah, that was exciting to see. Did it surprise you that he brought the baby back at all? Yes. Yes, but I think only because I wanted him not to. If you break it down in terms of like a Mandalorian is some, you know, they live by a code. Like their code is you get that bounty, you get that cheddar, and you know, you you make yourself shine with that nice armor. So I, he was just doing his job. And I think it's a huge turning point for a character when they start to question that. And you know, that scene where, I guess we can kind of jump ahead to this, the scene where he gets into a, a little tiff with the another Mandalorian, who, by the way, was Jon Favreau. Really? Um, yeah, that I read amazing. that too. That was his little cameo. I think um, that was such a great scene because it showed not just the code of the Mandalorian where, um, not specifically, but more of like, we abide by a code and you don't break it. And we know part of that code is do your job in terms of bounty hunting. Mm -hmm. And then when that, when I'm just going to call him John Favreau, <laughs> when John Favreau says, this is, you know, imperial money, this is the trash that keeps us down here, blah, 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 blah. So he, it, without knowing it, I think John Favreau, Mandalorian John Favreau planted that seed with um, our main Mandalorian, Prince Oberyn, Pedro <laughs> Pascal, in, in thinking, yeah, fuck these guys. Like, yeah. no, this isn't right. And our code, I don't know what like the um, millennia old Mandalorian code is, but I'm assuming it's not kill babies for money or have babies killed for money. Mm -hmm. I, they seem kind of like nightly. And maybe Mike, you can enlighten us a little bit on that in terms of like, I don't know if duty is the right word. Yeah, I mean, there's such like a like a warrior race, right? Okay, yeah. Like right. very like very honor bound, but very like militaristic at the same time. So like I wasn't really surprised that he turned in the baby either, just because you know I said it when we were watching the episode. Like that's not really surprising because like he he has a duty, right? His duty is his bounty. So he has to kind of follow through with it because that's what their race believes. And that's what they've always been like ingrained in them. Right. So okay. it didn't really surprise me in any way. Cause it's, I mean, okay. you're talking about generation after generation of that kind of like strict, rigid militaristic society that they've lived in. Mm -hmm. Also side note, they need to start dropping some names on these people because I know <laughs> we've got, <laughs> Pedro and John, the Mandalorian. <laughs> like, Mando and other Mandalorian. Everyone's calling him Mando now. So, so do you know, um, and, and I didn't, I kind of purposefully didn't look this up just because like, I think a majority of people don't know a lot. Like a majority of Star Wars fans 
well, I wouldn't say a majority, but a majority of maybe viewers of this show don't know all the crazy canon stuff, which mm-hmm. we know quite a bit. Mandalorian is an area that I don't know. So do you know, Mike, if do Mandalorians like have names or is part of hiding their faces is like hiding an identity or what's the deal there? No, they def- they definitely have names. They're because their like society is very clan based. So okay. their their names are really important to them because it's based on like their houses and their clans. So like it's kind of a weird structure where it's got like a leader at the top and then like these ruling houses and clans underneath them. Um, you know, some more important than others. And, you know, I think you can see it in this episode that Mando or Pedro or whatever we want to call him <laughs> is it's clearly from like a lower class of Mandalorian than the rest of them because you know they kind of look down on him in the beginning there mm-hmm. um he's clearly forging his armor as he goes like it's not complete like he is building the chest plate and you know you can kind of see that he's definitely not from like one of the higher clans so yeah long answer that they do have names and they do they're like really important to them so i'm sure at some point we'll get his name um especially if we get to mandalore at some point where i assume there's more of them living um you would think that that would come into play in some way that's interesting maybe get some more of his family history and background and instead of some mandalore yeah yeah so what about and so now that we're kind of talking about Mandalorian culture and what's important to them, was it surprising to you, Mandalorian expert Mike, that <laughs> the other Mandalores, Mandalorians um, jumped in and helped Pedro? Not really. I mean, it was surprising in the fact that I didn't expect to see them all flying around with their jetpacks, you know, kind of blowing things up, which was, was amazing. an amazing, amazing scene. So I wasn't expecting it to come, but it doesn't really surprise me because even though they kind of look down on him, you know, he's taking the Imperial money. He's clearly from like a lower class. Um, it wasn't like all out hostility towards him to where he's some sort of rival, like some you know, their history goes back where they've had multiple civil wars and infighting and things that you would kind of expect out of that type of culture. But you didn't get that impression from their interactions. So it's not surprising to see that they, you know, deep down, like they're all still Mandalorian, even if they don't think as much of them as maybe some of the others. Well, and the fact that, and this is coming from the perspective of someone that doesn't know a lot about the Mandalorian culture it wasn't as surprising to me that they helped him because they had already set the stage and saying like, they hate the empire. They hate whatever radicalists mm-hmm. exist from the empire still. So the fact, I think maybe it was a combination of that Mandalorian brotherhood and also rallying against the empire because the empire put out or post whatever we're calling him post empire pre first order put mm-hmm. out the bounty mm-hmm. and they're like yeah fuck these guys yeah yeah definitely now will it get even trickier because do they know what it is do they know it's another force sensitive thing since there's that whole like hundred year millennia history of the jedi mandalorian wars 
I don't think they knew. I don't think they knew. It didn't look like they really I don't think knew they did what, either. what they were doing. I think it was more of like they're going to stop their boy from getting killed in the alley, right? Yeah. But I yeah. don't think they knew what he was even holding, really. Um, Eric, I got an important question for you. I mean, what about Carl Weathers? What's going on? Again, I don't know if we know his Carl. name yet. What's oh, going on with Carl Weathers? I need to see more Carl Weathers. <laughs> I know. I know. Hopefully he came out of that battle kicking. You have no predictions for Carl Weathers? <laughs> I think Carl is going to get mangled somehow, and then he's going to come back like half scarred and just extra badass and become a supervillain. Oh, I got an opposite theory for that. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. I think, um, <laughs> Mike, you, have you played Uncharted? Uh, yes. Okay, I thought so. I, I was like, I feel like we just talked about this, but I still have like post-pregnancy brain, so I can't remember. Um, I think that Carl Weathers is be- going to become like the Sully to Pedro. <laughs> like, that's my hope. Like, he starts wearing, you know, some like Tatooine Hawaiian sunset shirts. Oh my God. He yes. has a cigar and, you know, he's like just sitting in that co-pilot seat with baby Yoda. <laughs> like, what are we doing next, bro? I love that. I hope so. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Because Those he's, are- he's wow. at, well, I'm just saying he's at the stage too, kind of like, he didn't want to hurt him. He almost felt like he had to because Carl Weathers is beholden to these people too. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's not just trying to make a dollar, like he's their middleman. And if he c- tries to, it's almost like a, you know, like a gang, like you can't really get out. So he's kind of stuck because if he's the one controlling all these bounties, yes, the empire has fallen, but there's, they still are powerful to someone like Carl Weathers. Mm-hmm. Not sure. Carl, not Carl Weathers, but <laughs> Carl Weathers in the show. Carl Weathers in real life would be different. And Carl Weathers would dominate those assholes. Right. God, they need names so bad. I know. I think I think he has a name. I don't remember what it is. He needs a name tag or so, or like a badge, <laughs> or something. I mean, you think the few names we got, we'd remember. I know. Yeah. Okay. His name is His name is Grief. 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 Okay. 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 I have a question for Mike. And you. I, I you don't need to ask Mike. This is, We basically just interview Mike on this yep. podcast. We're um, theories and ask if he So one thing I really it. loved last week that I'd like to do every week is talk about what were the, the things in this episode. Because obviously there's all sorts of Easter eggs and nostalgic items from canon Star Wars. What, what are the kind of, not like big super fans that watched Rebels or Clone Wars, what was in this week's episode that was uh, really surprising and, and hit the nostalgic bug? So yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. It's not, so it's not, I guess I wouldn't call it really an Easter egg. Um, but what really got me was when Mando was storming the compound to get baby Yoda back. And he was just kind of like, destroying stormtroopers left and right like it felt really like nostalgic for me to watch like old school stormtroopers getting their asses kicked like up and down the (laughs) up and down the place like you know one blaster shot through the armor dead like one of them (laughs) one of one of them's getting knifed that one 
poor guy got burned alive. Like, I don't know how oh, yeah. he got the short <laughs> end of the stick, but that one dude just got charred up. Um, I mean, and they were even, they were even coming to rooms going freeze. Like, dude. Oh, I like, know. That was great. Like, it's just, it, it felt so like old school, original Star Wars to have these like dopey idiot stormtroopers just getting dropped all over the place by a clearly like superior um opponent like it just <laughs> so it's not really an easter egg but like as soon as it was happening i i looked over to megan i was just like man doesn't this just bring you back to like mm-hmm. all these terrible stormtroopers just oh my god yeah, I, I loved it loved i'm it. constantly amazed how stormtroopers don't know how to run they can like take like fast little steps and they can't run in their outfits because probably because they're so uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, I love that's it. very original Star Wars. You're just like, surely they can run in that outfit. But no, it's this like horrible fast marching. <laughs> well, and then you wonder what the armor is even for because you can, <laughs> you, you, you like one guy got knifed through it, so right? it's pretty cheap. Pretty useless. It, it doesn't, it doesn't hold up to blasters or knives or flamethrowers. So, like, I think it just makes them breathe harder and make it more difficult for them to see. <laughs> if you spill your coffee, you're probably good because it's yeah, easy to clean off that's coffee. Yeah. So I, that's got apparently you know, not though. They're really dirty. Yeah, they were really dirty. <laughs> so, is. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> I love it. I just, it's its so cool that like, it's almost as if John Favreau and his team were kind of like, what are some pivotal Star Wars things? And let's work them into our story. Like, you know, okay, we have to have a classic stormtrooper, you know, like, no, go up there. Hey, freeze. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Okay, we got to have one of those. Um, we have to have the Jawas. You know, and even, yeah. and of course, you know, the way they cut scenes and edit and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's just super cool. Yeah. I, I love the jet. We saw Mandalorians with jetpacks. I mean, that yeah. was huge. That was just, yep. so you got to assume, uh, to take my helmet off for a second. Oh, that, oh, oh, that, hold oh. on, hold on. Oh. Bow, bow, bow. It's time for helmets off. <laughs> Eric, <go first. laughs> uh, I mean, we got to assume that Mando's going to get a jetpack soon. Well, and it proves, you know, your point, or even further validates, I should say, your point earlier, Mike, that, you know, he's kind of on that lower totem pole. He hasn't earned his jetpack yet, so it's also showing that he's at that, you know, uh, less wealthy, prosperous, whatever level mm-hmm. of a Mandalorian. Now, back to kind of little, little Easter egg kind of stuff. Before the podcast, Mike, we were talking a little bit about this Clone Wars action some Mandalorians in Clone Wars to briefly recap. Yes, we are Star Wars fans. We need to watch Clone Wars proper. After we had our first baby, they put Clone Wars on Netflix. They were all out of order, watched a bunch. I'm pretty sure the first eight episodes were like season finales and pre-episode season finales. Nothing made sense. So we don't really know what's going on there. But you said that Obi, so Obi-Wan's love was a Mandalorian, correct? She was. She was in charge. She was, she was like a queen. Okay, she's yeah. Duchess. She was the Duchess of Mandalore. So. And what's her name? Was it Sabine or Satine? Satine. Satine, okay. Satine. Saltine. Sabine is their room, Saltine, like the cracker. Yeah, 
cracker. Okay. He loved a cracker. Okay. <laughs> okay, so to give us the tea, like what was going on there? Well, so the reason I sent you that picture, because last time we talked about, you know, they should tie the Mandalorian into the new Obi-Wan series. And this episode was directed by the same person that's going to do the Obi-Wan series. Deborah mm-hmm. Chow. Yes. Yeah, so shout out to some female directors all up in Star Wars. Yes. Okay, Kathleen Kennedy. I see you. <laughs> so the reason I sent it to you is because I was like, well, you want your connection between Mandalore and Obi-Wan. Here's your connection. Like that <clears throat> he lo- I mean he loved her. Like that was his love. Like he was gonna leave the Jedi Order for her. Um, before, you know, things go horribly, horribly wrong. Spoilers for anyone that hasn't seen uh, Clone Wars. I mean, it's pretty old. Do we have to give spoiler alerts on? Uh, no, not for, no, not for that. I think, yeah. well, because I, no, and definitely because I want to ask you a couple questions about this. So I wrote an article about this like three years ago, so I don't really remember. Um, but they, so didn't sub. Saltine <laughs> didn't, <laughs> didn't Saltine leave? She like left for an undisclosed amount of time, and so it was rumored that she might have had Obi Wan's child, yeah, or something like that. And then yeah. she she died. That has always kind of been the rumor that um, the two of them had a child together. It's okay. never really been proven. I think people thought that it might be um, Sabrine. Sab- That's Sab- okay. Sabine. Sabine Noir. Who's in Rebels. Who's in Rebels, okay. but that they ended up showing her kind of family, so that turned out to not be true, but it's always sort of been rumored that the two of them had a child together, um, but has never really been confirmed. So. Alright, so let's put a timeline on this then. So Clone Wars obviously is um, this the show, the animated series, is set between two and three, correct? Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. So this series, The Mandalorian, is set um, pre-seven. Mm-hmm. So Correct. if we're talking years, um, and this is, again, here's another theory that will never come true, but we're just going to throw it out there. If we want to connect the Obi-Wan, okay, so Clone, Clone Wars animated series where Obi-Wan has love, love of his life is a Duchess of Mandalore is set between two and three. The Obi-Wan series that is coming out on Disney Plus with Ewan McGregor returning is set um, post three. three. Post three, pre four. The Mandalorian series is set post six, pre seven, which gives us if it's so the Obi-Wan Disney Plus series and the Mandalorian series, what do we want to say? 15-ish years between each other? Yeah, I think it's... Hold on, I I tried to look this up because the Star Wars timelines always slightly confuse me. Right. And Mm -hmm. so The Mandalorian is, I think, five years after Return of the Jedi. After six. After six. And I believe the entire original trilogy, four through six, takes place over the course of four years. So yeah, that's, that's not very long. Yeah, so that's nine years right there. Where it confuses me is how long it was between Return of the Jedi or uh, between Revenge of the Sith and mm-hmm. A New Hope. Like, I think it's like 
15 I, I forget how long is between that but that's well, kind of your time okay that's perfect because then kathleen kennedy has said or and team whoever that the obi-wan series lines of course we know so we have a time frame between three and four here you know if we could we he could be within that 15 years right she said that obi-wan is the age like of ewan mcgregor now mm-hmm. so it's we're looking at like a 15 year age gap kind of so here's where i'm leading with this mm-hmm. so obi-wan without any like cgi or makeup or shit could show up in the mandalorian as who he is now because that's only like six years max from where he is in his he's going to be in his disney plus series like six years max, if it potentially. If well, wait, his, he he couldn't no, show up he, in the Mandalorian. He'd be older than Alec Guinness, and he'd be huh? dead. Yeah, it's after six. Mandalorian's. After or, six. No, I'm sorry, he can't show his. No, I'm sorry, his um like offspring or oh sorry, I didn't tie that back. I said that all in my head. No, you're right. <laughs> he could, if he had a child with Saltine. <laughs> so I can say, if he had a child with Saltine. That child would be like maybe thirty years old or something. Yeah, so, yeah. so a Mandalorian might could be like you know an Obi Wan offspring or something. But here's, here's another thing: we have Baby Yoda now, correct? Yep. Yep. What does Baby Yoda have, you guys? The Force. The Force. Power. Okay. What can people with the Force do? They can talk to people that have left the- us. So all Ooh, I'm saying ghost. is we could have some Ewan McGregor force ghost action. <laughs> we could do, I mean, the possibilities are endless. So we're calling it here first. The ma- that ma- Mando is the love child of Obi-Wan Kenobi. And eh, I don't know if he's a love child. I just think maybe like one of the other characters. Because they showed him with his parents, I'm assuming, in those but, flashbacks. Yeah, but mm. I mean, Obi-Wan left Luke with... That's true. His aunt and uncle. Obi-Wan could have left I mean, him with another family. That's a controversial baby. Yeah. You're right. Oh, you're right. And, and that would be a very sought after child. Yes. Yeah. Any offspring of Obi-Wan Kenobi, you have to protect just as much as a Skywalker. So oh, yeah. Va- saying, Vader would want him dead. Yeah. Are we, are we saying that he's going to be force sensitive as well? Like, is this, is Yoda, baby Yoda going to turn him on to the force? And if, oh my God, I've just got chills. But that could also be because I, I had, you know, I'm drinking a mule and I took my sweater off. <laughs> okay, and I'm wearing a tank top. No, what if, what if we had a Force-sensitive Mandalorian whose master is Baby Yoda? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Uh, who's the master in that situation? I think Baby Yoda doesn't Baby really Yoda, know Baby Yoda, for to... sure. Yeah, Baby he knows quite... what he's doing. He knows what, yeah, he knows what he's doing. Is it a boy? Do we know it's a boy? We don't know yet. I hope it's a girl. That would be a nice little bomb drop if they're like, oh, it's a female. But we don't even know if Yoda's like, Yoda could be asexual, his species could be that, or or Yoda Mm. cloning himself. True. I've always imagined Yoda as asexual, I gotta say. Even Mel Brooks' yogurt, (laughs) you know, is asexual. (laughs) Wasn't he yogurt? Was it yogurt? Yeah. 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 Yeah, Yeah. I mean, he could. I mean, the Mandalorian clearly has some sort of connection with baby Yoda. And I mean, if he's the son of 
Obi-Wan Kenobi, that would be a strong, you know, the force brings them together, right? Um, oh my god. I mean, Why it's a it's, it's an it's an out there theory, but yeah, Obi-Wan's not about, I mean, he he will drop kids off with strange relatives and never see them again. <laughs> like that that is his MO. Like, oh, yep. here. So yep. it's not it wouldn't be that surprising if all those flashbacks were random aunt and uncle random villagers who knows again Mm -hmm. star wars theme you know let's okay we have to have a situation where a child is left with distant relatives on a poor ass planet and those (laughs) distant relatives end up dying by imperial forces yep that would be very star warsy and then he wields the dark saber and leads mandalore and Oh my! Oh. Well, we we, 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 we can we can get into that some other time. Well, well, hold on a minute. Mike's helmet just came off. All right, give us the brief on the dark saber. I, I think we kind of talked about this. But what's going on with that? It's it's a special like lightsaber that a Mandalorian who is force sensitive crafted, um, and it has. I mean, it's black. It's a, it is a black lightsaber. It kind of looks like a like a katana, almost like a oh sword. What? Yeah, and was this in Rebels or Clone Wars? It was in Rebels. Yeah, oh, and man. it's got kind of this long history throughout, um, you know, Mandalorian culture. And basically, now whoever wields the dark saber um, pretty much rules Mandalore. Is kind of how they they frame it up. Okay, Eric, uh, my, my first thoughts here. We've watched five <laughs> volumes of Tangled, the series. I'm pretty sure we can turn on Rebels. You think? I think Val would like it. It's cartoon. She'll love it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. okay. Go for it. We're doing Rebel, Rebels. Rebels is amazing. I say yeah. go for it. Okay. Okay. I mean, I don't even know what this There's so much to process here. Okay, quick. Let's do some last minute thoughts because my mind is kind of blown right now. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. What are we predicting for this Friday's episode? Is there an episode? They're not taking a break for Thanksgiving, are they? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I wouldn't think they would. Okay. So what's the, what's the prediction? He's left with baby Yoda. The Mandalorian, his fellow Mandalorians have helped him. Where's he going? What's he doing? Well, I'm just going to set the stage. Typically, after an event like this in television or movies, there's there's the learning, the learning get to know you after a big event like this. So I'm imagining they're going to go somewhere isolated. They're going to get to know each other. Yoda's going to show more of his powers or, or Mando's going to try to get more of his powers out of him. And it's going to be really interesting but kind of boring a dagobah retreat okay okay Mm -hmm. mike well now that you've said that that actually sounds legit i know that kind of sounds like what's gonna happen is they're gonna end up on some unnamed i mean some whatever planet we don't care about and go through an episode or two of that like learning i mean in my heart i want him to take him home like i want him to go back i mean we don't really know what is happening on his home planet so i, I kind of want him to go to mandalore but um yeah that seems unlikely now but that's still what i'm saying <laughs> i'm saying he's, he's 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 going to mandalore it's gonna be great um, <laughs> that's <laughs> going optimist i love it i think uh i, I i'm gonna lean 
I think they might go to like some old Jedi temple planet or something. Something. I mean, I know a lot of them are gone because, you know, uh, Jedha, right? Jedha mm-hmm. from Rogue One was blown mm-hmm. up and all of that. But I think... Um, so you think Mando knows that that's oh, the no, force? No, no. no, I think he... Well, he said, I don't know what that was. So he... And because, you know, the force has been like gone for so long, no one, and it's just like wild, wild west out there. The force hasn't been gone, but Jedi have been gone. Jedi Order. I think maybe like baby Yoda might like guide the ship or something or put in some special coordinates since they are on the run. And -hmm. because baby Yoda has already saved him once and he's returned kind of that trust that he'll just kind of trust where he's going to take him a little bit Mm -hmm. or maybe not. I mean, he'll probably have some like resistance, like what's happening, where we're going. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I like that. He doesn't really have a choice. Yeah. I really like that because the force does, work in that in that way right yeah in that regard where you know and it's we won't need any explanation we'll just know that oh yeah okay the force is kind of guiding him somewhere he's trusting baby yoda cool we're gonna go to some dagobah-esque planet or maybe another planet that has like a hidden ancient jedi temple or something Mm, i like that yeah and then at some point he'll have to try to find out what the empire the doctor or whatever you want to call the bad guys were actually doing to yoda i i can't imagine he is gonna want to let that go i feel like he'll at some at some point soon he's going to want more information on like what what exactly did they want with, yes. the, with the child so mm-hmm. you, you almost could you almost could see him going down that path as well where you know he brings the kid along with him on some strange fact-finding mission mm-hmm. um to kind of you know get to the bottom of what's really going on yeah, what's Empire or New, whatever the hell they're called, New Order. Pre-First Order. Or First Order, well, what I are think they up to? That kind of rounds up what we were saying too in terms, or brings what we were saying full circle with Mandalorian culture. Like, you know, they have duties. They always have a mission. So it's not like he's just going to go chill somewhere. Like he's going to need some sort of purpose. Mm-hmm. And if this purpose is, you know, figuring out what's going on with Baby Yoda and the First Order, I mean... He's got lots of battles ahead of him, too. Right. The bounty on his Mm. head's going to be pretty big. Yeah. For sure. All right. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, that was fun. Um, Make sure you, all you listeners, don't, you know, don't trail off. Like, give us us the first 10 minutes to work out the kinks, because look at what we give you, you know. (laughs) If you stuck this long, look at what we give you. Um, We'll be recapping again next week, and... uh, What's our sign off again? Until next time, helmets out. Helmets on, because we got to put them back on. Remember, we got to get ready. All of our helmets are off. My helmet's back. I mean, I know I never said it was off, but it's been off this whole time. I was just ready (laughs) to dive in. Like, I never even had it on. Damn straight. All right, guys. Helmets on. Helmets on. Helmets on. Or on. Shit, do one more time. One, two, three. Helmets on. Helmets on.